listeners, welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chuck Peters, and I'm so excited today to talk about preschool. Preschool ministry matters. It is the foundation upon which a child's faith is built. And so today we're going to discuss some ways to encourage and equip parents of preschoolers. Uh, so we know we have to partner with them well as the church because their influence is uh, so powerful in their children's lives. We just don't have enough time with kids these days, but we need to do a good job of equipping parents. And so we are, our guest today is Tracy Collier. Hi, Tracy. Hi. How are you? I'm great. First time podcaster. First time. So don't, don't, don't worry. We're going to take good care of you. I believe it. Tracy, guys, Tracy is the founder of faithfilledkids.com. And I said I want to be careful to not say faithkilledkids. Yeah, that's a negative. That's a not a good thing. No. Faith-filled. We want to fill them. Exactly. Faithfilledkids.com. Tell me a bit about Faithfilled Kids. Faithfilledkids.com is, um, is a website that kind of branched out of my love for ministering to parents as they plant seeds of faith into the lives of their children. Um, I was in preschool ministry and children's ministry. I, I've been in ministry since I was old enough to volunteer. So I've basically done it all. I've taught preschool, taught Sunday school, VBS, all the things. Um, I was a preschool ministry associate a, and a children's ministry director. But last year, I had to step away from my role on staff in order to have more time to care for my mother. Mm. But I still wanted to have a way to help influence parents in just impacting their, their kids' lives in faith. So um, I created faithfulkids.com, and it's basically a site that includes resources for parents. They can check in and look at a book review, a movie review, get an idea for a little devotional, and find ways to be intentional in those little moments, like reading the bedtime story, watching a family movie on Friday night, they can find ways to plant that little seed of faith into the lives of their kids. And eventually with the work of the Holy Spirit, that seed is going to grow into a life of faith. So we like to hear some personal things on Kids Ministry 101 so we can get to know you better. Yes. Um, and we also like to t think about the podcast as like, it's almost like we're sitting down to have coffee with the listener. So we're just having a conversation and getting to know each other. So I, I like to ask some things about a person's childhood. Okay. Since we're dealing with kids, right? We all work with kids of different ages. We're talking preschool. Yes. What kind of a kid were you? I also, I find it fascinating because we all don't know which kids that are in our ministries right now might turn into the next you. Oh my. You know, who, who might wind up being a kid's ministry leader. Yeah. Who might be seminary. You know, what, how, what did you, what were you like as a kid? I was very, very shy. I was very introverted. Um, I really had a childhood that um, it had a, a theme of abandonment in it. Um, my dad left our family when I was seven mm. and never returned and did not have a relationship with me at all from that, from that time forward. That is really an experience that it, it caused a lot of pain, mm. but it also really fueled this passion of mine for making sure children understand certain things about God that they might not always see in the humans around them. Like, um, well, that God will never leave. He will never leave us. God's not going He's anywhere. Yes. God never changes. He's not going to be one way one day and different the next. God's love is absolute and forever. It will never change. You can trust God. 
Yeah. So I used to look back on the experience as um, as a child, like it was just so hard and painful and there was a lot of hurt. But I can see now how God totally used that mm -hmm. to place me in children's ministry where I can help influence kids. Honestly, several kids I've encountered going through kind of the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's a powerful thing to look at a parent whose spouse has left and they're in the midst of just trauma yeah. and be able to say to them, here are the things that you can tell your child and you can tell them these things over and over and over. These are the things they need to believe. And they're the same for you too. Yeah. That God is love, stable, trustworthy. He's here, he's present. So, um, so as a child, I was very shy, really introverted and I was afraid a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I like to, I like to, you know, think that I help other kids not be so yeah. shy, not be so afraid by helping their parents talk about God. Families can be messy. And, so and messy. Kids, kids are hurting and yeah. they don't show that. You might not know that on the surface when no. you're playing with blocks or whatever you're doing. No. But you can't serve in ministry very long and not realize that people are hurting and they really need they need that truth of God's word, those foundational truths Absolutely. that we're talking about. Was there, as a child, was there, were you involved in a church as a young person, as a girl? How I, did you, when did you uh, begin your walk with the Lord? I really began my walk with Jesus when I was about 13, mm. invited uh, by a friend to uh, a, a church event and kind of fell in love with youth group and felt like, I belonged and was loved, and that transitioned into um, being introduced to Jesus and realizing what he had done. And I remember just being so overwhelmed by the idea that God loved me that much. That was a love I couldn't even begin to imagine. Um, but it was presented to me, and it was given like a gift. Like, I just had to take it. I didn't have to work for it. I just had to say yes. So um, sounds like Ephesians two, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about preschoolers. Thank you for sharing your story. Uh, first of all, absolutely. It's, everyone has a story. They and, do. And you never know. There's a listener right now who needed to hear what you just shared because they may have a similar story or be helping someone who does. So, I'm so glad. Thank you for sharing. Absolutely. That. I think every story matters. So let's talk about small seeds and big faith. You're, um, you are a speaker at the Etch Conference yes. uh, for us, and we love having you uh, at Etch uh, to encourage people. We talk about inform, instruct, inspire. And so we want to share information in a way that's not just information, because you can get that anywhere, mm -hmm. but, to, but to have that information come from someone who's done, that, done it can speak from experience yeah. and do it in a way that's encouraging. And so we're, that's what we're excited to have you speak at Etch. And you're talking in one of your sessions about preschool. You're talking in your top, your title is Small Seeds, Big Faith. So what does that mean? What I mean when I say Small Seeds, Big Faith is I want the participants in the breakout to go back to their churches excited and just pumped up to help these preschool parents plant these little seeds of faith into the lives of their preschoolers that will one day grow into big faith. Yeah. And when I, when I think of a small seed, what I'm, what I'm talking about is like just that little mention of 
Um, it's raining today. I'm so thankful God gives the rain. Or reading a book and pointing out the ways that you see God in the story. Um, praying with your child. There's actually seven seeds that I'm going to cover um, in the breakout. They're seeds of love, trust, stability, giving, forgiveness, worship, and I think my favorite one, prayer. Those are some good seeds. I think so too. They're essential seeds. They are essential. They are essential. What's really fun about um, teaching parents how to talk about faith with their children is that they end up getting as much as the child does. Yeah. It just reaffirms. When you teach children about God, you're just reaffirming what you know about God. Mm. It's really, it's powerful. And some parents can find that intimidating because they may feel like they don't know the answers. Totally. Right? Totally, and yeah. So, but the, to think of yourself as a co-learner uh -huh. can be really good, right? Because especially the first-time parent, you've never done this before. Yeah. And so there is a learning curve. It, and it is intimidating. You know, if you think you have to have all the answers, you'll, then you'll just never talk about God because none of us have all the answers. Yeah. You know, we have such a limited amount of information of our great, vast, awesome God. Um, so no stress that you don't know the answer. It's totally perfect to say, I don't know. I'm going to try to find out or, you know what, buddy, that is just something I can't understand about God, but I can trust him. I like to tell parents that if you don't know the answer to a question about God, you can always say, I don't know the answer to that, but here's what I do know. Yeah. I know that God is good. I know that God is faithful. I know that God is trustworthy. So, yeah. So if there were, and as we talk to other church leaders who are listening, as we seek to encourage parents yeah. as they seed. If you had to boil it down to one seed, where, would, where do you begin? Which seed do you start with? My, I think my favorite one is prayer. Yeah. I think prayer is so powerful in and of itself, but what's really cool about prayer, and, and I think of it as kind of, it's kind of sneaky, is that when you pray in front of your child, you're actually conveying to them what you believe hmm. about God. If you're praying, God, you're so faithful. God, you're so good. God, you give us all good things. Or God, I'm in trouble. I need you. I need help. You're conveying to your child what it is that you believe about God. And one day, they're going to find themselves in a situation where they're going to know how to pray because they've heard you do it. Mm -hmm. They're going to know that God is someone they can go to because they've seen you do it. And so much of the faith that we hand off is caught, not taught. Absolutely. You know, that modeling that with them, um, even without saying, this is how you pray, just when we do it. Yeah. Yeah. And they and, experience that. And there's so many ways to pray. You can pray, you can sing your prayers, you can... Yeah, you share know. some ways with preschoolers. What, what might that look like? How, how often and what times of day and how long? Because yeah. for adults, we can sometimes go on and on and on and use really oh, yeah. big words. Right. So what are some ways that parents can engage with their preschoolers around prayer? What, what does that look like for a preschooler? We know they have short attention spans. Totally. So how do I, how do I begin to... Uh, demonstrate and model prayer or pray with my preschooler in a way that's appropriate for their age. Right. I think one of the best ways to pray with a preschooler and really any child is 
in just everyday, ordinary ways. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't have to make it a big formal event, like every head bowed, every eye closed. Yeah, yeah. Um, you no can, one's looking around. That's hard right, with preschoolers. Totally. You can sprinkle prayer throughout the day. You can have certain times of day that you absolutely pray, like bedtime is wonderful. Yeah. It's my favorite, honestly, where you can talk about the day, um, talk about any concerns, or just um, talk about how thankful you are yeah. for what happened that day, for the people in your family. Um, but yeah, just making, you know, Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 7, it just really talks about how, you know, you share the precepts of your faith when you're walking down the road yep. and when you're lying down when you lie and down, when you get when up. up, you know, it's yep. all the time. So God is not a Sunday God. God is an everyday God. Mm-hmm. And so when you think of prayer with your kids, sprinkle it in anytime you know but also have some set times where you know we're going to talk to god the end of the day is a great time um the beginning of the day can also work too if your schedule um isn't too crazy getting out of the house and simple prayers are okay so simple so so simple you know you're you're just thanking god for what you have you're asking god for what you need um i think it's wonderful for parents to say to god who they believe he is Mm. you're good powerful almighty you know um yeah yeah very simple don't drag it out yeah and then tell me about song you mentioned singing as a good way to communicate that How, how might we use singing yeah so one uh one resource that i really love is um is Seeds Family Worship. Yep, I yep. know Seeds and Jason very They're amazing. Well. Yes, great They're people. amazing. So the, the heart behind Seeds is scripture memory, you know. Um, play those songs in the car. Sing them back to God as prayers. Yeah. You, know, you can totally do that. Um, you know, even a song like Jesus Loves Me, sing that back to God, yeah. you know. The idea really is just being intentional, just paying attention, you know, the, there's a saying, I, I think I heard it a million times when I had a newborn back in the day, but the days are long, but the years are short. The years fly by. Yep. Yeah. Um, and those days are long. And preschool parenting is hard. You know, they're busy. Yes. And they really can take your time and your energy and you love them to bits, but they're a lot of work. So you have to be intentional about taking time to basically show your preschooler how to notice God during the day it's kind of like a hide and seek sort of a thing yeah. or like a you know searching for for god moments throughout the day that's yeah. a fun thing to like watch what for. if it's bedtime and you talk about where you saw god that day yeah and then you thank god for that and that you helps know? us look for him the next day look for him the next how day how great is that look what if we all looked for god every day so what's a way, so we as ministry leaders, obviously we work with kids and many of us get into ministry to work with preschoolers because that's what our calling is. Right. And yet we need to work with parents, yes. which is a little different, yes, right? Because we right. think we're working with children totally. and in fact, we're now coaches of adults. That's exactly right. Right. And so that can have some unique challenges. So, so what are some practical things that we can do then to equip parents? Because a lot of the things that we're talking about aren't things that we're going to do at church with the kids. No, we may. We sing with them and we'll look for God sightings and moments and we'll pray with them. But as we look to equip parents to do those things, how do we begin to do that? What are some practical tips you can share for the church leader who wants to help mom and dad? Yeah, I believe really strongly that the church is to partner with the parent, not Mm -hmm. the opposite way, not the turnaround of that. So um, I would encourage teachers and, and leaders to communicate really well and really often with their preschool parents. Um, Use a newsletter, use your website, use email, use social media. Communicate the mission 
of your ministry. If your mission ministry, if your ministry of your mission is to partner with parents, then say so and say it often. Um, and then communicate ways with them that they can plant seeds of faith into the lives of their kids. Also, be like the expert when it comes to resources. Look all the time for the next new thing, the next great book, um, the next great resource. Put that in front of parents often. Let them know what's out there because a lot of them don't have any idea. They're so busy raising their kids. They're not looking for the next great book or the next great CD or, you know, anything like that. Also, um, I would encourage leaders to have preschool friendly family events. Keep keep family events in mind with preschoolers being able to attend. Mm. Um, Things like, I know a church uh, that recently did Stations of the Cross, yeah. where the entire family got to come and, and go from room to room and experience the different stations. And it was powerful and every age was there. So I would encourage them to, to have events where preschoolers are welcome. So I assume you have some resources at Faith Filled Kids as well. I do. Tell, what, what will we find there? So if, we're, if I'm looking to find some of those resources that I can share or pass along, what will I find at Faith Filled Kids? If you visit Faith Filled Kids, what you'll find most are book reviews and movie reviews. And what I do is I take resources that are would be considered secular. They're not, um, they're not Christian-based, but they're good moral stories, um, good family stories. I take those and do a review of it and then show you ways that you can use it to bring the conversation back to God so that the next time that child hears the book, they might think, oh, that reminds me of the way God is kind, the way God loves, the way God provides. So I do that with books and with movies and then with little um, YouTube clips where um, you can show your child a little, a little clip and then talk about God. You know, the idea is just to look for God everywhere. Look for God in that story. Where's God in that movie? Where's God in that clip? You know, um, there's just so many ways to talk about him. that It's really just vast how many ways you can talk about God. Hmm. Tracy Collier, thank you so much for talking with us. I appreciate your heart for preschoolers thank and you. for their parents, which is, is uh a very important one to share. Thank and so I so hope that much. our listeners can catch. I like to say whatever you have is contagious. <laughs> and, I, and I think your enthusiasm and your passion for preschool and for ministering to parents and helping them, partnering with them is contagious. And so uh, I hope that our listeners find this information uh, valuable and I'm sure that they do. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It was such an honor. At, thank you. Thank you for being at Etch. Yes. We love that you're at our conference. I'm excited. Thank you. Listeners, we want to invite you to visit us next October for the Etch Family Ministry Conference. It happens every October in Nashville at the Music City Center, hosted by Lifeway Kids and Lifeway Students. And we bring together thought leaders like Tracy and others, where you can come and you can spend not just a few min minutes on a podcast, but an hour or more in each breakout session where you can hear her unpack all of her knowledge and information, and then have an interaction with her where you can ask questions and have a conversation and maybe take her for a cup of coffee. So we would love for you to check out etchconference.com. It's a place where we offer sessions to encourage and inspire preschool kids, preteen, student, and family ministry leaders like you. And so we would love to have you check us out at etchconference.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time in the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.